0: You're listening to the IMT Show with Mike Sims. Now here is your host. Lee Harvey Oswald taught him Russian. And Lee Harvey Oswald thought he was going to be hmm. a, a spy, a big spy. They married him off to a KGB woman. He went to Russia and uh, he couldn't keep his mouth shut. And all of his apartments were bugged and they threw him out of Russia. So he yeah. came home. He was a throwaway. And they uh, they set that thing up really, you know. You, you, when you stop and think, mm-hmm. it, I don't know if you know anything about weapons at all. For a guy to be in a window with a bolt action rifle, right? That's a mail order gun, right? And all the variables that you have going down Dealey Plaza. First of all, you've got an automobile moving on a decline. You have wind gusts that are atrocious down there. Even the police radios were were knocked out. And you had signs and trees and uh, a a good marksman would have to sit down. First thing you got to do is you got to take your heart rate down below 60 because your pulse is in your finger. And you have to evaluate the situation that you're shooting into. And you're not going to rip all three shots in 28 seconds. That ain't happening.
1: It, yeah, the question I always had is is why did he uh, mail order a gun from Chicago when he's in Texas? You can get oh, guns anywhere. Yeah,
0: because that was part of the whole thing. The, 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 the Zabruder film was bought by Light like magazine, which is in, which is in Chicago. Uh, they bought the film before it was ever shot. So they knew that it was going to be shot. You understand? And Zabruder held his finger on that button and never flinched. And two women were holding his legs because he suffered from vertigo. Yeah. And there's 13 shots being fired all around him. And he never
1: moved. Have you and, uh, Have you ever seen the Oliver Nix film? Yeah. The, the film from I the other side? I saw the
0: original Zabruder film. The 28 yeah. frames, they were frames that were cut out of it. They were they, you know the and the frames that were cut out were put back up on YouTube, uh, a period of time later because they, they knew that they were going to be exposed and they at they showed that you know what happened? Al Kennedy got shot first in the throat, right? And Conley was the first one shot, right? And Kennedy got shot in the throat and he fell forward on top of Conley. And then he got shot in his lower back and they never talked about that for 10 years later right and then the driver of the car greer turned around and took the last shot that that made kenny fly backwards and the back of his head came out the back of the car and poor jackie was trying to get out of the car they said he she was trying to scrape up his brains and uh they say he was trying to shape, scrape up his brains off the back of the car, but she was trying to get out of the car, but she thought they were going to kill her next. And when she got out, Secret Service guys have if you ever saw the Zerruder film, they had peeled away from the car and they had to run back up to the car again. Right. And they did, and they grabbed her when she came out and they whispered in her ear, if you say one word about what's what you saw happening here, we'll kill your children.
1: And she so, never
0: said a word, you know.
1: There was a, there was one uh, conspiracy theory out there based on the Nicks film that they enhanced a, an image uh, near the fence and it, and it looked like a guy holding a rifle and he had weird eyebrows and they they said that's got to be David Ferry what, what do you think about that one
0: David Ferry what David Ferry was a, was a, a guy in New Orleans that was worked for uh, for Carlos Marcellus and he he also knew Oswald because they did things down and, down and out of New Orleans. And there were twenty-some possibilities at Dealey Plaza that day right, to right. kill, you know, supposedly kill Kennedy. One of them being Woody Harrelson's father. Yeah, Woody Harrelson's father was one of the hobos that came off the train that they grabbed when he was going over the bridge, and and he was a, he worked for Carlos Marcellus in New Orleans. Interesting. And they—they they had there were actually twenty some guys that were feasible could have taken shots that day. You understand from the grass right. old air. Thirteen shots were fired, uh, and I think uh, you know there was a variation of people there. But the thing was orchestrated by a guy out of Europe who was the jackal, Carlos Sanchez. Ah. Uh, and Carlos Sanchez him. was the guy with the hat at the, in Dealey Plaza, he, uh, he, or he put the thing together. That was the first thing he ever did in America. Wow. And they never could track that because Carlos was one of the most cleverest guys. I mean, I, I had a couple conversations with him. I liked him a lot, actually. He was a clever guy. And he, even the guy in jail that's supposed to be Carlos Sanchez, isn't him. He's down in his father's ranch in, in uh, South America. And he, uh, but he, you know, he, they never could catch him because he would come and stay at a Catholic Catholic installation, like a, a priest going to a, staying in a nunnery and stuff like that. Right. And he would hear, and when you went to talk to him, you went to a confessional. So you never saw his face and he never talked on the phone and he never did. And they put 20, they put 20,000 in the bank account for him and, right. uh, and he took care of business.
1: You know? Do you subscribe to the uh, there's one theory out there that Miami was the primary hit zone for JFK. No, that's bullshit.
0: That's CIA shit. They
1: uh-huh. were blaming
0: the CIA for they there was a there was a whole thing called what the hell was it called? There was a a movement in the CIA and they said that because oh because of Castro. Right. Uh, that the, the CIA killed Kennedy because of Jack because of Castro and Cuba, and all the stuff that happened on the missiles and all that stuff, and that was all bullshit. Hmm. That was a little bullshit. It was, uh, they, they orchestrated this thing, it, it, and the first shot came from came from the sewer on the side of the road, you know, the cauldron there, you know? Right. And that cauldron was big enough for me to walk down. It went from the river to the street, and today it's all cemented over. You can't even go to, you can't go in there at all now. Right. They cemented it in. And, and, and the guy from Chicago was in there with a rifle. And he, he That's the shot that hit Kennedy in the throat. Mm-hmm. He took the first shot to hit Kennedy in the throat. And uh, so they, it, it was well orchestrated. They knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh... And Greer, the guy who was driving the car, he, he did a, 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 a dying testimony that he took the last shot on his deathbed. Hmm down in texas it was from texas as well but there wow. were a lot of cia guys that were very angry because of the bay of pigs right and that was joe kennedy joe kennedy told jack that that none of these guys need ammunition in their rifles and you don't want a bullet to go off by mistake and cause an incident down there right. And they all got slaughtered right it was like it was like shooting pigs in a barrel you know they, they they got all of them got wiped out, and there was and a lot of CIA guys were very very angry over that. In fact, there were you know a dozen of them that left the CIA and went to work for Johnson.
1: Hmm. So there he just had enemies at a lot all of all Conspiracy
0: theories floating around, but nobody looks at the boiled down truth. I mean, Oswald wasn't even in the building. There there was a jail right across the street from the Bird Building. And these guys are looking right at that window. And what they saw was three people in the window, two of them dark complected. You understand? Yeah. Oswald was already out of the building. He wasn't even there. And you know, Hmm. the the, the whole thing was, and when Oswald was locked up and now you killed the president of the United States. And when they're interrogating him, they never did one tape recording of any of the conversations. Right, never documented anything. Right, because he knew he was going to die, and when he came out with that, with the, with the, the, the sheriff, when they brought him back into, you know, and what's his face was down in um, the guy that owned the club, Jack Ruby. Ruby, yeah. Ruby. They let Ruby into that place with a gun on him, which should have never happened, and when Oswald came out. The guy that was, the, the, the sheriff that was alongside him, you watch him step away from him. When, right before Ruby shot him. right? Because he didn't want to get shot,
1: you know what I mean? So the whole thing was kind of a farce. So what, what do you think about Ruby uh, telling um, uh, Earl Warren in, uh, in jail that, uh, that a, a new form of government is gonna take over this country?
0: What Ruben, what, what, what Ruby, Ruby said they went to talk to Ruby about, because all the CIA, all the CIA guys that were, those Secret Service guys, that were on that car and everything were at his club the night before getting envelopes, money, right. you understand? And so they were questioning Ruby, and Ruby said to them, "You can't talk to me here. You've got to get me out of this state. You cannot talk to me here in Dallas." And they just said, oh, don't, that's a bunch of bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. And he didn't tell them anything. You know, he rambled because yeah. he came from, he come from Chicago. He was a numbers guy. He owned a club up in Chicago. and he uh, They sent him down. He got in trouble at the club and they sent him down to Texas to open up a club in Texas. His wife was sent down before that. She opened up a, a, a business down there. And then he came down and opened up his club um and he became a a runner into cuba back and forth carrying messages for the teamsters and everybody and uh so the whole ruby setup was i mean you have to you have to look underneath the rug and understand where everybody came from right understand and ruby was uh ruby was a patsy and they killed him with a needle that came from tulane university They had cancer needles and they shot up a lot of people. There's, I can tell you, a half dozen people I know that died in jail from those needles. Wow. You know, Ruby was healthy as a pig. And all of a sudden, a couple months later, he's dead. Yeah. John Gotti was healthy as a pig. And all of a sudden, he died of cancer. Amazing. You know, and and this is a guy that's being watched 24 hours a day. Gotti. You know, so who's kidding who? Right. Fascinating. It's, uh, you know, it's, it, you're talking about fashions of the government and things that you know no one ever wants to talk about, and and you know, the, the confusion is the media spins everything the way they want it spun. Sure. And the news that you watch television with every night, they never tell you the truth. They tell you what they want you to know. Very. Right.
1: What's fashionable? And because
0: the news is there there to make awards. They win awards with it. Right. You know what I mean? So. We wrote the book, Family Legacy, to open up the door. And the second book's going to tell more. And the third book will tell even more, you know? Well, I uh, look forward to
1: that. Because Albert,
0: uh... Uh, Albert was a pretty strong guy in his day. And, you know, they got rid of him because Albert said, if you watch The Godfather, when they went to him, the guy, when they went to Brando to get into dope business, and he declined. And he said, if we touch it, our children will touch it. It'll be the downfall of the families. My father said that. And my father said, "You're not bringing that crap through my harbor. That that ain't happening." Right. So Genovese had to get rid of him and Frank Costello. There were people. Frank Costello had the greatest political book. And Frank Costello turned around and said, "If we get in this dope business, we're going to lose all our political contacts." And people in Buffalo weren't that keen on it. People in Chicago weren't that keen on it. Right. The outfit wasn't keen on dope. They they took over Las Vegas. They had enough shit of their own going to earning money. And mm-hmm. they, uh, uh, you know, there was just uh, just a lot of, you know, just a lot of confusion oh, was yeah. going on in the country at that time because you had the banks going off of the gold standard. Right. You had all the union problems up in the Northeast with the miners. You had the hop of the situation was a problem. So there was a lot of confusion going on in the country and things were being done while nobody realized what was being done.
1: Right. Well, that's uh, that's definitely a your book. Family legacy is definitely something that, that everybody should read. It's um, it, it there's just so much detail in it. It's it's incredible.
0: Did you have you read it?
1: It's uh, yeah, and I, my wife read it too, read. and she just and she was thoroughly enthralled.
0: That's a pretty good read. It's not a-
1: that's yeah, a bad. very, very good book. So we do a mini
0: series. See, we, we were gonna do a movie, but then we said, you know what? I think we'll do a mini series because there's we, there's three more couple well actually two now, probably wind up with three books coming out right. before it's over. And the miniseries, just too much information to try to put into a film, you know. Right. So we're gonna figure we do a miniseries that would turn into a series. And because uh, you're talking about the involvement of Europe, Asia, uh, there's a lot of things entwined that everybody yeah. worked together for a so long time. So many variables. You know? Yeah, and nobody ever really realized that. I mean, in the '40s, the, the Americans weren't even allowed in in China. You couldn't even go to China. And right. Sam Giancana was very close to Shanghai Shek, who was a gangster. Right. So Murder Inc sent people into China and took care of things because the CIA, when they first opened, when they first became the CIA, they had to really watch their P's and Q's. Right. So they used Murder, Inc. to take care of business for them for a couple of years. You know, and and I know that for a fact. So they, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that happened in our history that... um, Well, this is a definitely... I mean, I remember when I wrote the book and I gave it to four high school kids right. to read. And a week later they came back to me and they said, why have they never taught us any of this in school? You know, cause they went and looked up the names of the library and it's all there. Yes. I mean, the whole Kennedy thing, you can go to the library and there's a lot there that, uh, you know, that it tells us a, tells a lot of stories that, about. Different things, the Murchison family, and uh, I mean, people never realized that Clint Murchison was probably the wealthiest guy in the country at the time. More than and when they built when they built the thing in New York, Clint Murchison put the money up for that, not Rockefeller. Right, and you know the uh, he was just a very very wealthy man because he was the first guy to hit oil in Texas, and. Hmm what's his name? Uh, um, HR, hunt. he, he, he came, hunt came from Chicago as a kid he traveled out to California then he wound up in Houston right he wound up in Dallas in the Houston area and he was a card shark <laughs> and he won a lot of the uh, lot of the oil field deals off in a card game and became a very very wealthy man he, he was a he used to <laughs> I used to sit next to him, you know, he used to come to my fights down there. And I, and I sat next to him one day and I was having a chat with him and, and, he, and he leaned over to me and he said, and he, he used to dress in, in he dressed in old suits. He drove an old car. He bagged, he brown bagged his lunch every day. Right. And he leaned next to me and he said, you do realize son, you're talking to one of the wealthiest men in the world. <laughs> I said, okay, (laughs) but he was, he was, he was a hot potato. I liked him. He was all right. There's a lot uh, of people like that in Texas that were, Texas, Texas had four of the wealthiest people in the country and in partially in the world living in Texas. You know, you, you, you had, you had the two brothers that uh, um, HL Hunt, Sid Richardson, and uh, uh murchison and uh the, there were two brothers that that ran uh oh god i knew them well too jesus let me think my mind's going blank they 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 built the houston harbor right and when the boats when that when world war ii when they when they were going into world war ii these guys built all the boats for the they, they got the military contract right and uh they also built a lot of the a uh, lot of the facilities where where soldiers were and everything else on and, and federal buildings and bridges they got federal contracts because there was a guy in Austin Texas that signed the bill for it. so they uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was great yeah, I mean they were there yeah. were some pretty clever people down there in Texas for a while
1: amazing want to get in a little bit about your your, your movie career now the um... You know, we, we just heard about uh, Richard Donner passing away and, man, and I'm very so sorry sad. to hear that.
0: So sad.
1: Yeah. Uh such a such a extraordinary man and lot of body work.
0: He was a fabulous director. I mean he uh, he made the Superman movies. He he just uh he lived deep and slept it. Yeah. And they didn't want to pay him, so they got they fired him and got Richard Lester to come I in. It was just diabolical what they did. And they, I mean, and I blame Christopher. Christopher should have stood up and said, No Donner, no me. Right? Yeah, and they would have had to bring him back, you know. But Hackman never came back. And 86% of the film was already shot. That's wow. why the Donner cut is so good. You ever see the Donner cut? It's really oh, yeah. Yeah, much sure. better. It's much better. It's a shame that he didn't have the ability to finish the way he wanted to finish it, you know. But he, uh, Dick was a tremendous guy. What a great guy to work for.
1: So it had, um, how, how did you, you come upon getting the role in the, in the Superman movie? I was doing a
0: picture with Gene Hackman down in, uh, in Spain called March or Die. And they flew us up from Spain to meet Donner. And uh, Donner wanted me to play his character, non. Thank you for listening to The IMT Show with Mike Sims. The views expressed by guests are their
1: own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The IMT Show is an opinion show and not to be taken as serious personal, legal, tax or financial advice. It is meant as entertainment only.
0: IMT Show, Mazaroff for Mike Sims is not responsible for ad content. For more information on show schedules and content visit slash imt